0: i interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live GRIND <laughs> <No>. How's <laughs> everyone do today? Woo! It's Wednesday!
1: It's six o'clock somewhere With Ryan
0: ready in his chair And almost ten whole people watching from home are you ready? I said. Are you ready? It's time for the so Sojo
2: Show.
1: Yeah, welcome to the Think So Joe Show. Just me for right now. Ryan is on his way. He got stuck in traffic. We're going to get this highlight chat thing out of the way there. All right. Yeah, uh, Ryan's on his way, running late. All good. Uh, Got a great show for you today. Ryan is not ready in his chair. He is not. The intro was a lie. (laughs) Uh, He's on his way. He's, he's, uh, He's running late, got caught in traffic. Texted me, I said, dude, worst case scenario, I'll leave the door open for you. So, my door is unlocked. So, if anybody wanted to come steal stuff, hey, Rick, how's it going? Uh, If anybody wanted to come steal stuff, hey, my door's unlocked. (laughs) But don't, but please don't steal stuff. All the expensive stuff's in here anyway, but still. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Ryan's on the way. Rick Horton's in the chat. No, not a Joe solo show. Nobody wants that for two hours, Laura. Uh, Ryan is not in his chair uh, we've established that. I, 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 hear, I hear, movement. I hear movement. I hear doors. We're about to prove this is not, in fact, as Laura says, a Joe so- uh, Joe Solo show. That's not what I wanted. That was a picture Rob Stiggs drew for us uh, back last time Karina co-hosted. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Joe Solo show. Not true. Not true. Karina's coming to steal steal my stuff. She says. I said I left the door open for you. you got to turn your mic on there. (laughs) He made it. Still rocking Bill's gear. I'm like, yeah, football season's over. Let me rock some Sabres gear. Why
3: not? I thought about rocking the Sabres gear, but I don't know. Feels like it's a dark day to wear Sabres shit since Jack Eichel's making his debut tonight for the Golden Knights. This is true.
1: You are correct. I do plan on uh, flipping over to that tonight, checking that out. Yeah. seeing how well he does for some some team that's not our team. Yeah, that's not an absolute train wreck. <laughs> God, I wish him the best, but like every
3: time I think about it, I'm just like how the fuck did we let that happen? And I I say we, the royal we, we're not in the front office, but like how the fuck do you let that? It's Jack Eichel. Right. How do you let that situation get so bad that he's like I got to get out of here?
1: What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? <laughs> Ugh, whatever. Laura knows where where I live. She's coming to steal my stuff. Don't do that. Karina says, hi, guys. Hi, Karina. And uh, Laura points out that the XFL owner was at the Super Bowl. He was. He was the host of the Super Bowl. How does that happen? Yeah, dude, that's... <laughs> I didn't think anything
3: to do with the XFL made enough money to afford even a single Super Bowl ticket, so...
1: <laughs> Who knows? I mean, The Rock is probably the biggest star in the on the planet, so... Yeah, fair enough. Shouldn't be... I guess I'm not being literal. I'm just digging at the S- XFL, but... Sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, good for the XFL. (laughs) Go Battle Hawks. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I wore my uh, Ningwood Records t-shirt on things you might not know this week. on Monday, Talking about, uh, what the hell did I talk about on Monday? I literally, I wrote the script during the first half of the Super Bowl and then shot the video at, like, 3 in the morning. I cannot remember what the hell it's about. (laughs) (laughs) I did the whole thing in a dream state. I guess. I forgot to turn the things you might not know light on. <laughs> I had my Tetris light was on behind me. I got a, I got a Tetris
3: light. Well, th- you could just co-opt that, and that can be the identity of the thing. So, Joe, everything will fall into place.
1: Yeah. What the hell did I do that video about? I can't remember. Oh, the dude who made a film that was 14 hours of just paint drying on a wall. That's right. That's yeah. right. I, I did see that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your
3: video sounded
1: far more interesting. <laughs> I don't know, man. Mondays are for uh, not turning your lights on and for, uh, you know, watching paint dry, I guess. <laughs> I wore this shirt. I knew Karina was watching today. Oh, yeah. Karina's, Karina's <laughs> to, favorite 80s musician. Had to rock the Rick Astley. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. I'll tell you what, man. Speaking of Rick Astley, the Record Store Day uh, list came out today. And they're doing one this year. It's in April. They have like a backup one in June in case some of the records don't make it out in April. Okay. But the plan is for all of them to uh, come out in April. I picked like seven that I was interested in, like just from a quick scan. The very first thing I see is Rick Astley, whenever you need somebody... Oh, man. Look at A1 <laughs> right there. It's your A1. Fav-
3: it's your favorite
1: song. I already have it on... I have that song on vinyl, but well, <laughs> I, I, have mean, it on, I have a 45. You gotta get that LP, dude. Gotta get the... Yeah, definitely get the album. Only 1,800
3: of them made? How many of those are you gonna buy? Like,
1: six? Uh, you can only buy one. That's the uh. problem. I accidentally, uh, at last record store day, grabbed two of the Weird Al Yankovic uh, like, double... like, uh, split LP. Mm. And it's like... They're like, why do you have two? I'm like... I thought I only had one, because I honestly did think I only had one. So.
3: <laughs> yeah, this time you wouldn't be able to fake it. I'll tell you what: if I'm there and I see one, I'll get the second copy just because I know you wanna <laughs> you wanna uh, own more of those. Being
1: Karina's birthday present, we'll give it to her on uh, on on her birthday when we play. <laughs> I just saw that comment
3: that I, Meg Ryan will never replace Karina. I I mean, sure. If that's the way you want to feel. That gives me a lot of confidence. I can. No <laughs> one can replace Karina. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a substitution, not a replacement. <laughs> I, I love that it blurs in instead of the emoji. It doesn't
1: it, show the emojis. It says what the emojis are, but still.
3: yeah, I mean, that's a lot of fun because I wonder <laughs> that's, what's.
1: That's even more fun with the middle finger. <laughs>
3: yeah, I wonder what some of them are uh, encoded as.
1: Yeah. What else did I? Uh, so I I came up with like seven off this list just from a quick look through because I'm like, I was talking to Karina. And I'm, like, also trying to clean the studio and also trying to, like, get a shower and shave and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, rushing to do everything, but I'm also, like, I want to see what's, uh, what I can get on record store day. So there was Rick Astley. Uh, and then, uh, Mariah Carey's Greatest Hits. Fuck yeah, dude. That's, that is a must-have. Yeah, that's going in my collection. I 100%. am definitely... 7,050 7, that they're making. RSD oh, yeah, exclusive they, release. They'll, they'll get a couple hundred. That's an RSD... That's a re- record store exclusive release, which means it's not a, uh... It's not gonna be, like, re-released. You have to get one of those seven 7,000 copies. Uh, Coolio, It Takes a Thief. All I had, right. I had that album when I was younger. I I have Gangsta's Paradise, which was a record store day exclusive. So now I got to get. I have to get It Takes a Thief. Hell yeah, dude! Right. So fill, uh, fill
3: out that collection.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Kirk Hammett has a solo record coming out. Makes perfect sense. That is directly up your alley. I will answer that question in a minute, Laura. Uh, the Jackson Five, ABC. Yep. Yep. Necessary. I mean, I'm sure I could get that on vinyl right now, but, I mean, it's probably, a, you know, newer and yeah, cleaner uh, pressing. So It's on the 180-gram, so, yeah, yeah, it'll sound good. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Acoustics. That's cool. That's going to be cool. Yeah. And then the last one was uh, Kitty, Spit.
3: <laughs> hey, We were just talking about them the other we, week because they're we on the were. We Were Young festival. Yeah. That's that's right. That, we that were album, talking about them. That album is awesome. That album was in, like, the probably, like, the first, like, 40 albums I had when my buddy Nick burned me a shitload of stuff in high
1: school and, and I used, kitty's
3: spit was in there. I
1: used to have a burnt copy of that myself. <laughs> I bought it for somebody. Like they wanted it. I was at the record store. I was like, All right, I'll pick it up for you. And I'm like, but I'm gonna open it and I'm gonna burn it. So I opened it up, I burnt it. I've had I had a burnt copy of that. I might still have a burnt copy of that somewhere. <laughs> anyway, uh the question was. How do you clean a room while taking a shower? You don't. There was a comma in between there. I was cleaning the room, comma, taking a shower. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Laura with the semantics. Laura
4: knows how Mm -hmm. to yes
1: and.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh man, sorry I'm a couple minutes late. I didn't mean to leave you hanging there. Nah, it's all
1: good, man. You weren't you weren't that late. Fucking got to tell I, you, no- I, I held it down okay. Yeah, it wasn't like some of the other episodes where I'm by myself where I'm just like I don't know what to talk about, guys. Were <laughs> you
3: talking shit about me?
1: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, just you got stuck in traffic.
3: It's all good. Got stuck in traffic, and on top of that, as I was leaving, like I still would have been there, but my dog ran outside oh, and no. was fucking around in the yard, and I had to go get him. So it,
1: it's just. I don't know. Nothing's working for me today, man. <laughs> well, you got uh, you got hearts here from from Karina. Thanks, Karina. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah. man. Well, good to be here, man. What have you been up to this week? Oh, work, work, work. I got a new guitar. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I sold like before band practice last week. I sold some gear. Mm. And I was like, all right, record store money. And I've had it in my, it was sitting in my wallet. We went to band practice. I'm like, yeah, I got like 400 bucks in my fucking wallet. Hell yeah, dude. And I wake up the one day, and I see uh, one of one of Laura's uh, favorite uh, all-time Think So Joe show guests, Andrew, uh, was selling the exact guitar I'd been looking at for the last, like, two years for, like, 650 bucks mm. less than retail. Oh, shit. He's like, it needs some work. I'm like, dude, it's the guitar I want. I will put the fucking work in. So I got 400 bucks in pocket, like in hand right now. Come come get this money and give me this guitar. So he brings over the guitar. We hung out for a few minutes, you know, and um, then I started looking at the guitar and like a lot of, like it's it's got gold, uh, gold hardware, but a lot of the gold has like worn off. Mm. So I'm like, all right, I need to... Replace the hardware. That's all coming sometime in the next two hours. Oh, nice. So once the show is over, I can eat dinner and watch wrestling and fix a guitar. Hell yeah. I always like those Not all nights. at the same time.
3: <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm, I would encourage you to try, actually. Like, have a burger in one hand, wrestling <laughs> on, and without looking... You know, try to take off your strings. Try to remove the bridge. <laughs> I do enjoy the guitar repair night, though, because, like, I don't need to do it all that frequently because I play bass, so, like, mm-hmm. you change your strings, what, once every, like, six years or something? But I do enjoy taking everything apart, taking the hardware off, cleaning it, replacing what needs to be replaced. It's it's fun. It's cathartic.
1: Once the show is over, get out! Nah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you gotta stick around. We didn't get to hang out before the show. So. <laughs> Right, fucking. You know, hey, you're like, I, I've now, I've since learned to like, uh, you know, DVR wrestling on Wednesday nights, so that way, if you do hang out after the show, I don't have to be like, fuck, what am I missing? So I've learned to like DVR it, and now I can just like catch up after you go. <laughs>
2: ah, shit, man.
3: Well, dude, one of these one of these weeks, it won't be this week because we have practice right after for a show coming up, but um, like one of these next weeks that we do this, I will hang out and watch some fucking wrestling because cool, man. I've been finding that I've been scrambling out of here immediately and that has a lot to do with my stupid fucking work schedule, but
1: yeah, we should watch some wrestling, man. All right. All right. I need well, I need Well, I'll tell you some... what, man. What are you doing uh, what are you doing Saturday at uh, like noonish? I'm going to the hockey game. <laughs> Fun. All right. I'm sorry, dude. I have people coming over to watch wrestling from Saudi Arabia, because, which <laughs> the the people are from Saudi Arabia. The, no, the the wrestling show is being broadcast from Saudi Arabia. Uh, so
3: you say that's a long. That's why. Which trip. is why.
1: Which is why it's on at noon instead right. of like the usual like eight p.m. So I'm just like, all right, let's fucking you know I. I I wasn't going to do all that on the projector, but, you know, John was like, hey, can we come over for Elimination Chamber too? Like, yeah, okay, dude, sure. (laughs) I guess. It depends what time it is because I didn't know what the fuck time it was going to air, being like at one of the Saudi shows. And it's like, oh, it's on at noon Eastern. Like, all right, fine, you guys can come over. (laughs) You just got to hope I fucking wake up on time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's real early for you, man. Yeah, I, I fucking, I went to bed at a, at 9 and woke up at 11 today. Um, mostly because, like, before I went to bed, I got the text like, hey, guys, can we put all the files here for Wrestlemania today? Like, oh, yeah, that's right. I promised I would do that today, didn't I? Mm. Shit. Okay, I guess I'm going to nap for two hours <laughs> and then get up and do that and then nap for another two to four hours. I mean, very responsible of you, though. You woke
3: up from the first nap. I I just would have trucked straight through that and blown the deadline. So,
1: nice job. I mean, (laughs) there was a lot of, uh, you know, me telling my wiretap alarm to snooze. uh, And then waking up every ten minutes looking at my phone like, nope, no script yet. Back to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Yes, I, in fact, did do Wrestlemania today. Rare Wednesday appearance for me. Usually I work Saturdays for them. Ooh, I did a whole week for them last month, and that basically paid my rent. <laughs> what do nice. I think of uh, Cody Rhodes leaving AEW? That's uh, We'll see what happens. I mean, the rumor going around is he'll show up on uh, like Raw or SmackDown next week. So who knows? Maybe he'll show up in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Dude, but uh, So, like, I'm not a
3: wrestling guy, and even I saw that was on, like, the front page of Reddit. Like, that, that <laughs> somehow trickled through into my news feeds, so yeah. that,
1: that, this That's is a, big it's, news, it's, I take it. It is big news, because, uh, so there's WWE and there's AEW, those are the two, like, big wrestling promotions in mm-hmm. North America. So, you have AEW, which was founded, in part, by Cody Rhodes uh, after he left WWE, and now he's gone from AEW. He was like the uh, most recent uh, TN, uh TNT champion in AEW and he was one of the executive vice presidents. So he uh so him leaving AEW and potentially showing up at WWE is really a huge deal. Hmm. So
3: so wait, he was originally in WWE, went to AEW, founded it, went back. Hmm. Mhm. Wow. I'm trying to think of, like, a fun metaphor for that or something, but I can't think of one. That's like Zuckerberg leaving Facebook and going to, like, MySpace and then going back to Facebook or something. But nobody
1: likes that guy, so it's not a good... I don't know. Do I follow WrestleMania on Facebook? I don't know. <laughs> I follow him on Instagram and Twitter. And that's where, like, most of the interaction happens, so... I don't know if I follow him on Facebook. I might, I probably do. I work there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Facebook is dead do they even have a Facebook no they have a Facebook because you can watch for exclusive uh, exclusive content yeah. sometimes voiced by me
3: <laughs> <laughs> tune in hear the soothing sounds his mellifluous voice
1: <laughs> man I was procrastinating I've been like working on like 8 billion things at once and that's why I don't get to bed till like 9 o'clock in the morning now mm-hmm. And, like, one of the things I've been working on is trying to build a new uh, Living Brain Dead merch store, which I'm also going to do for uh, uh, for for the show. So when you go to merch.thinksojoe.com, there will be, like, a lot more shit you can buy. Mm. Um, and I will make a lot more money off of anybody who happens to buy shit from my store <laughs> than what I make now through the store we have now. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So I'm doing... Uh, so I, I've been working on that, and then... Doing that pushed me over my file limit on my server, so I'm like, "Hey guys, can I upgrade?" And they're like, "Nah." I'm like, "Okay." They're like, "Yeah, you you uh, went over your memory limit, so you can't. So like 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 the RAM, not the not the number of files, but like the uh. RAM." So so that's why they wouldn't let me upgrade is because, no, you can't upgrade to this. You can upgrade to this one, which is more expensive, and then you have to pay extra for, like, shit you already have for free with this one. <laughs> oh, God. So it's like, okay, no, we're not doing that. So like, if you went over the RAM, does that mean you're producing too much content too quickly? Not that you... You know what it is, is because, like, the way that I'm setting up this merch store is we're doing print-on-demand stuff mm-hmm. um, that is not being done by me. Okay So uh, I'm making the content like, like the the merch, and I'm importing it into the software uh, the, the merch store. Mm-hmm. And I guess what probably happened was I was doing too much at once, so I exceeded the memory limit. Okay. so okay. right now, so I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna move this site I'm gonna move this site elsewhere then if they won't fucking upgrade me. So I moved it to like Amazon servers uh, through AWS. And I couldn't set up an email. I couldn't set up my email accounts through them. And I couldn't, right now, I'm having trouble importing uh, merch into the into the store. So I got to, after the show's over, that's another thing I got to do is email the company that I'm doing the merch to uh, through and be like, is this something I need to do anything to fix on my end? Or is this just like the server, like the domain servers haven't, quite propagated yet and you're not able to connect into the site. You know, because mm. if it's you know, either way, I'm gonna try and fix it on where I have it now, otherwise I'm gonna move it again. So
0: <laughs> geez, dude. Yeah. What's
1: uh burning the midnight oil there? So I'm working on that all night. I'm I'm just like, ooh, I can make gear like this. And the thing about um <sighs> <laughs> is, that, is, it, is it is that true you have no idea what I'm talking it's not about that I have no idea I had zero like witty retort or like okay. fun
3: comment for like yeah I, I understand how like web hosting works and stuff but I was like I'm just gonna let Joe describe this right now So it's pretty close though Laura that does
1: happen about half the time so I made uh, I made hats and they're they're embroidered so I placed it and they're like oh you can get like three items for like 30% off Right now, like, if you order right now just sample items, like, okay, cool. So I, the only thing I wanted was the hat. Because I had already ordered shit because I'm using, like, two different distributors. So I already ordered, like, three things from the other distributor, including uh, if Kirsten's still listening, your shirt is supposedly shipping tomorrow and we will be here hopefully soon, and then I will ship it with the Silence the Cynic shirt, which is the only reason I didn't have it shipped directly to you. Um, but I got this... I. I did this hat fit it? you know flex fit hat embroidered logos and oh, yeah. i place the order i get this email oh we had uh, you know we had a security issue with your card you need to email us a screenshot of your bank statement with everything else blurred out except our charge like okay what so the way the way this works is people buy from our website and that goes into my bank account, and then my bank account pays the distributor to print and mail the shirts. Okay, makes sense. So, like, that's the card I had on file for them to print and make and, and distribute the shirts. Right. So I'm like, uh, is this going to keep happening? <laughs> and, they, you know, they got back to me, no, that won't keep happening. That should be the only time we just needed to, you know, make sure it was you. Like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, all right, cool. So now they're going to make this hat, right? Now I get this email. Oh, the, the smaller text, because it's, um, it's the established logo that's mm-hmm. on, like, our stickers and on my new guitar picks and everything. Um, so it's like, we can't use the small text, the, you know, Buffalo, New York, established 2019 or whatever. I'm like, so you have to proof this artwork. Like, okay, cool, that's fine. They just, you know, took it out of there. So it's just black there. And then later, I made an, I just redid that logo with like stars instead. So that's what's gonna be in the merch store. Okay. Um, eventually, when I'm able to trust that it's going to actually send the orders through, so
3: yeah, that would be uh, prohibitive if you had to do that every single freaking well, time. Well, it's it's
1: not it's not that's not the issue I'm worried about. The issue is like that I'm not able to import merch into the store right now. So how do I know that while that's happening? That the orders are going to go from the store to the, uh, to the distributor. So that's my concern. So, I mean, like, the worst case scenario is I would have to manually order the things from the distributor to send to whoever. It's Which, not a concern right now because the store's, you know, just a maintenance page right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, basically quintuples coming the amount soon, of work anyway.
3: you got to do if you got to do it all manually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and I started with all the with the pride stuff that we have up in the band camp now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, like I got all the stuff to make the shirts that were ordered. And then I'm just like, you know, I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> Go back and play some fucking Nintendo. So I was like, fuck it, I'm ordering some shit. Yeah, I, speaking of which, <laughs> I, I I got uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator because uh, of you. Oh,
3: you're logging hours now. Nice I, job. I am
1: not. I have not had time to. Uh, the first night I got it, I was like, all right, I got to try this. And so, like, I went through the tutorial, and then I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna just do a short flight, like Buffalo to Niagara Falls." Yeah. And um, yeah, it. it uh, I I didn't do so well at that. So. No, did you crash? Did you <laughs> no, crash into the falls? I didn't. I did not. <laughs> I actually wound up putting it on autopilot and just watching and looking out the window the whole time.
3: Yeah, that's what I did a lot of. I've 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 since moved past it, but I got to say, like, you're gonna have probably between. Ten to a dozen hours of
1: having a shitload of fun with that thing. It is a remarkable uh,
3: technological
1: achievement. One of these nights, I'll actually, like, sit down and get a chance to play. Hell yeah. But for the most part, it's been NHL and Animal Crossing, (laughs) Nothing wrong with that, man. The occasional game of Super Mario Brothers on the TV in the next room over. (laughs) On original hardware, or on on here, because I have... I've been playing, like, Nintendo games, because I got the Nintendo controllers for the Switch. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Laura wants me to explain fusion to you because you will also understand that. I don't understand fusion, so...
3: What do you mean fusion, like... Uh, like like
1: cold fusion? Like, I don't know.
3: No, dude, I don't... I've got a fucking Bachelor of Arts. I'm never going to understand any of that shit. And I have a Bachelor of Arts in Communication, so I should be able to understand what you're talking about, but I, I don't. I'm just bad at communication. I don't know what the hell I spent all that fucking money for.
1: When I have time... I will attempt to bring back Think So Joe Game. You know, I was uh, I was uh, digging for some clothes the other day and I pulled out my Think So Joe gaming t-shirt. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a thing. But yeah, eventually I plan to get back to that. I just It's like a podcast or a stream. Uh live stream, yeah. Nice. Just me sitting here playing video games. So <laughs> I would do the live stream. I'll play some fucking Mario golf, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Just one of the one of these nights will just like after the podcast, just like Join us in half an hour on Twitch and you and I just sit here and play fucking video games on Twitch till our fucking microphones die. <laughs> I am totally down. I am totally down. I've got some, like, old,
3: old consoles up in my attic, too, I can bring out and we can hook up and, uh, you know, it won't be in the resolution, but, like, we
1: can play Sega Rally on Sega Saturn. Gotta get the converters, <laughs> uh, converters for that to run it through the stream, so. Mm. I've got it, for, which I've got for N64. I have the converter for the...
0: <laughs> yeah!
1: For the H- Kirsten would watch gaming streams. All right, that's one. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing them for a while. I was doing them regularly and then less regularly. And then I was like, all right, I need to get back to this. And I played once and I found out like right before that one of my friends had passed away. And then like the next week was when Brian died and I just never felt like fucking doing it after that.
3: So It's it's hard to be fun off the cuff. Yeah. When you're going through something traumatic like that. Well, As, we'll bring it back. We'll have some fun with it.
1: I was, I was, uh, part of me wants to do like the, uh what what Jasmine basically called the Friends logo for the Living Brain Dead, which is like all the photo, like some of the photos we took for the album cover, like in that, like kind of in a Friends style where we're all in, in like an individual box, you know? <laughs>
3: Okay, okay. Um, and it's uh, got, like, the dots between all the letters. It doesn't the have the dot. No, no, we, we no.
1: didn't we didn't do that, but Jasmine <laughs> did that for us. Uh, so I was thinking of doing that, but I'm like, I don't really want to put Brian's picture on a shirt and sell that through our merch store. Like, that just feels, like, exploitative in a way. Uh, yeah. Eh. You could donate all the proceeds. I could.
3: Or you could just not make the shirt, I guess. I could <laughs> yeah. not make the shirt. I don't know. Paralysis by analysis. Sorry. I'm not helping here.
1: No, it's all, it's, you're you're not saying anything I haven't already thought. I'm just, I'm just (laughs) listing options. (laughs) You're not saying anything I haven't already thought. So, you know, but yeah, I got, you know, uh, the the shirt I've been trying to put in is uh, basically like John's, uh, the logo on John's drum, like his kick drum. Mm Mm-hmm like just a red shirt with that cream living brain dead shield, but that one will not fucking upload for some reason. Hmm. So, okay, maybe it's just the product. And then I tried to do just like a coffee mug with the, uh, with the established logo on it. And it's like, Nope, not doing that either. Like, Oh, okay. Hmm. So customer service email later. (laughs)
3: Always
2: fun.
1: Yeah. Well, shit, man. Hope you get it figured
3: out. Let me know if I can provide moral support of any kind. <laughs> I doubt I can uh, dual-wield the keyboard with you to make it go any faster, but... yeah, you know, probably I'm not. I'm here for you.
1: <laughs> I got a text message. Oh, my package has been delivered. I can fix that guitar as soon as the show's over. That mm. was early in the fucking window, man. That was supposed to come between 6 and 8.30, so I was expecting, like, 8.30. <laughs> show's canceled. No. Everyone go home. Laura says, phone customer service. We could, we, we we theoretically could. We're not going to,
3: but yeah. we could. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a fun segment. Ryan and Joe call customer service. Just Joe. sit here. <laughs> It'd just be thirty minutes of us just sitting here and listening to the hold music. Yep, and then Joe reiterating what already occurred. Me again, not understanding or following, and then <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then probably some 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 half-assed answer that doesn't exactly solve the problem.
1: Joe has toys to play with, yeah. <laughs> I have a guitar to rebuild, but uh, that can wait. It can wait another two hours. It's all good.
3: <laughs> now nah, that that should be the show. It should be like Tool
1: Time. Just you tool time.
3: Uh, repairing a guitar. You could be the Al Borland to my Tim Taylor. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work, Joe.
1: <laughs> you got to, you know, I say something offensive, you hold up a sign with my address. <laughs> Send your complaints, care of Tool Time. <laughs> All right, I like it. We're we're being encouraged to do it. <laughs>
3: All
1: right, maybe we will. Maybe, maybe I don't know. We got music to play. Mm. We've got music to play from a band you're familiar with.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, look at that. Shambles, bunch of those assholes.
1: (laughs) Uh, We can't play any of the songs you're going to play on uh, Friday night at uh, Downstairs of Mr. Good Bar. Uh, That's right, because we're a a cover band now. It's Shambles (laughs) with Wrestle with Jimmy. Shambles will be doing a set of... uh, What's the order here? You're doing the... uh,
3: So, yeah, doors are at 9. What's going to happen is we're doing, like, a split set. So it'll be sometime after 9, probably right before 9.30, we're going to do Alkaline Trios from Here to Infirmary. Um, we're backlining the set. So then after Wrestle with Jimmy is going to come on, they're going to play Weezer's Blue Album, maybe a couple other Weezer tunes. They might do an original or two. Then we're going to come back and we're going to play Blink-182's Enema of the State. And we're probably going to sneak an original in there at some point as well. And hopefully they don't throw us the fuck out. So
1: yeah, we'll see what happens. (laughs) All right. This is an original from Shambles and it's called SOB on all WNY, Think So Joe show. on all WNY Think So Joe show. I guess I'll show you the cool thing in a second. (laughs) They sent in this box with all these packing peanuts, man. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, we got... uh, I I ordered a Sega Genesis back when I was living in, like, my first apartment. Uh, Actually, it was a house. We had a whole house. Uh, And we had, like, people over and shit. And they sent me this big-ass box full of fucking styrofoam packing peanuts. And we just dumped it on this fucking dude that was hanging out on my couch. (laughs) But, yeah, just... Whole fucking box full of fucking styrofoam peanuts. And I couldn't get everything out without dropping them everywhere. So
3: I'll tell you, you got people coming over to your place on Saturday. You pack that thing back up and you got a fun 15 seconds. You might be right.
1: <laughs> dump it or, on John.
3: Or John has a fun
1: fifteen I'll seconds. I'll say yeah. dump it on John. <laughs> <laughs> I got my hardware, man. Now check, check this out. This is the I got a little golden skull oh, to well. go on my you can't see it from there. <laughs>
3: Looking good, man. So metal. A
1: little, little fucking golden skull with red eyes going in, uh, in uh, going on my fucking volume knobs. <laughs> look what? at that, man. Look, look, look at this high praise you just got. Ningwood Records, like the song, good self-promotion. Thanks a lot, Ningwood there, Records. There, there you go, man. Let the song speak for itself. Fuck Might shambles. Be, maybe we'll get you a record
3: <laughs> deal out of this. <laughs> yeah,
2: right,
3: yo. <laughs> fucking love one. Nah man, we're going to play a couple originals, bunch of covers this weekend, but we're, we're we'll we'll sneak a couple originals in there. That song is a long-standing crowd favorite. Joey writes the best fucking tunes and he's our guitar player. He wrote that one and yeah man, we're working on a new disc so, you know, once the procrastination wears off, hopefully we'll be able to put out some more shit like that.
1: I hope he's still listening to the show by time we, by time the Living Brain Dead has a show coming up and I'm like, "Hey, we're going to play us this week." <laughs> <laughs> It's it's been a tradition on this show where we don't play our bands unless we have shows. Like mm-hmm. Brian always refused to play Lost Elysium when he was in in Lost Elysium. So like you know, or Breaking Solace when he was in that or you know, Living Brain Dead when he was in a, in in Living Brain Dead. So Well, I mean, it makes sense. Like that's actually that's a very good choice. Like it's it's tough to toe
3: that line between like like being serious like like Promoting your shit is not punk rock. Like there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing cool about being like, "Hey, look at me. Give me resources. Tell me that I'm awesome for doing that." You know, like but also no one goes to your fucking show if you don't promote it. So like right. it's, it's so hard to draw that line and do it honestly, which is why we take the shambles route of self-deprecation and just reposting music.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't like I have this show to promote the Buffalo music scene. That's my main goal. I'm not here to Promote things you might not know, or promote, you know, my band, your band. You know, I'm just here. Of to course, promote, that I, yeah. I'm here to promote music, but because mm. I have two hours of content to fill, I can talk about other shit like my band and your band and Fuck my yeah, other yeah. YouTube ventures and other shit that I got going on. You know, so like,
3: absolutely, man. No, but certainly, I wasn't uh, digging at you. I oh no, just, I know you're not. Just, but. just saying more that it's a. It's an almost weekly discussion whenever it comes down to how do we promote stuff. It's like, well, we certainly don't want to seem like we're grasping for attention. <laughs> but at the same time, why would we be doing anything artistic if we really weren't deep down inside begging for people to pay attention to us? Right, right.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I... I... People come to the show, cool man. I've played in front of nobody before, so <laughs> I kind of like those nobody shows because that's when... if you fuck up, nobody notices. Right, right. <laughs>
3: we can also say really, really, really dumb shit that doesn't make any sense, and it makes like it's very Andy Kaufman esque. As long as we're making ourselves laugh, we're laugh, we're fucking good.
1: My old band, man, we played this. We played this show at this place called Miss Kitty's, and we were headlining. It was our show, and like we had. Uh, there were a shit ton of people came with the second band and they left right after their set and everybody <laughs> left with them. It was <laughs> us playing for the bartender and this dude who uh, claimed himself to be a manager who was trying to sign us and did for $500 of our money. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so we lost, uh, like, you know, we, we lost out on that because he was like, oh, you know, no, we'll get shows. We'll get you shows. And then we never got a single show from the guy. So we're just like, fuck it, we're booking ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Not our manager if you're not managing us, man. Right, Especially not
3: right. for half a K. I
1: like the nobody shows because it's easier to walk through the crowd for different angles. That's from a photographer.
3: Hell yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you get right up front and you can get whatever shot you need very easily. And usually the band is more willing to ham it up a little bit because they're looking at you instead of the crowd. <laughs>
1: You've been to shows like this, the first time uh, Tim saw Edna's Goldfish, they were more members in the band than there were people in the crowd. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, if, like, Turkey Blaster only drew, like, seven people, that would be the case, right? So. Right.
3: Well, it's like we were we were joking around about that at, on stage at our last show. We were like, this is why we always fucking book ska bands to open for us, because even if we draw two people, there's, like, <laughs> at
1: least already 20 people there from the other bands. Right. <laughs> Assuming, but, assuming they do the right thing and stay, like that's yeah. etiquette, guys. That's proper etiquette is staying yeah. for the rest of the for the rest of the bands. Or if you're gonna leave, let somebody know you're leaving. Right, right. Because I've booked shows where bands have left, and I'm just like, okay, I guess they're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
3: yeah, no nah, man. Tur- Turkey Blaster always sticks around. So does a yeah. toy box. Yeah, yeah. Shambles makes it a point to try to stay to, at every show. We had. We had one that we had to leave, but it was because there was a funeral. And I think that is an acceptable reason Absolutely. for leaving. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Sad part was the show was at a 700-person venue. So oh, that's pretty vacuous. That's, that's have you, tough. Have you ever been to a big show, like a, like a well-known band, mm-hmm. but the venue's empty?
3: Uh, okay, yeah, so I got one.
1: Uh, and it was during their early years. It was
3: when Pup first released their first album. Uh we drove out to Rochester to see him play at the Bug Jar and you know bu- like you've been to the Bug Jar right I have not actually Oh dude Bug Jar is killer our buddy uh, our, our I really
1: like MC Lars played there a couple of years ago and I really wanted to go and I thought I could convince Brian to go but he's ah, I don't want to drive both way out there so.
3: <laughs> uh, our, 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 I don't know it's a cool local venue and like my cousin Al's band used to play there all the time back in the 90s and they've kind of carried on our buddy Tim Avery was the booking agent there for a while uh, so we got, like, the Menzingers and shit, but they they have a reputation for being a very locals-heavy bar. So, like, right. they had Pup headlining, and Pup was killing it in Canada and on most of their tour. It was their last show before they went back up to Toronto, and they had two opening bands from Rochester and then Pup. There were about 150 people in the place, and it's a small little venue for the first two bands, and then they left and it was me, my friend Molly <laughs> and my sister and like one other dude. Damn and dude. Pup still fucking brought the place down. Like that's that's how good that band is. They just destroyed it to four people. And you know, it was it was kind of cool because I got to go talk to them afterward. Like right. I'm not fucking talking to those guys now. There's no fucking way they're going to Like <laughs> there's no way I'm even getting close to them and they're not going to have time to talk to the thousands of people that want to at this point. But it, it was it was actually pretty sweet.
1: So I got a couple. There was the first time I saw Sum 41 was right before Fat Lip Dropped. Okay. And literally, it was, it was at a Edge Fest or a Warp Tour or something. And you could literally, like, go up to the stage that they were playing, sit down and watch them. And I did exactly that. I'm sitting right in front of them watching them play. And it's all the stuff from, like, Half Hour of Power, you know, the first album. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, these guys are really good. And then, like, two weeks later, Fat Lip Dropped. And then I saw him at Warp Tour, like, two weeks after that, and you couldn't get near that stage. Right. <laughs> so the, Household uh, name overnight. The, uh, which was Papa Roach, too. Like, uh, the first time mm-hmm. I saw them was on Warp Tour, like, right after they hit it big. So I didn't see them before, like, when, when nobody was, was watching them, but, like, I definitely saw them early. Uh, but the other band that was already established, had, like, two or three albums already out by this point, was Point. And I saw him at what's now Town Ballroom. It was called Sphere back then. And uh, I go to this show. And, like, there's nobody there. It's dead. It's a Tuesday night. Nobody's there. The first band comes out, kills it. I forget what their name is. I know somebody who knows the name of the band. And I could just send her a message. like, oh, what was the name of that band you used to like? But uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I digress. I end up... Uh, like, Nonpoint comes out, and Elias looks around, and he sees, like, there's, like, 50 fucking people at this show. And you know how big Town Ballroom is. Yeah. So he looks out, he sees, like, 50 fucking people. He's like, yo, calls his stage hands back out, move these, they had, like, uh, like, speaker cabinets, empty speaker cabinets at the front of the stage for them to, like, stand up on. He's like, yo, come out here, move these, move these boxes back around the drum kit. So they come out, they move the boxes back around the drum kit. Everybody come up on stage. What songs do you guys want to hear? Like, they play Bullet with a name. And then they're like, what songs do you guys want to hear? We're taking requests. Fuck, oh, that's cool. Which, you know,
3: like... That shit doesn't happen when the place is packed. Like, that's, no, why, you, that's why you just got to go. Absolutely like. not.
1: So that's that. That's cool. That was cool as shit. And, like, you know, that's one of Karina's favorite bands. So, like, you know, I was like, man, I wish you could have been at this show. Like, it was so cool. Mm. Uh, but uh, let's see. First time Eminem played St. Louis, only 75 people showed up in a 1,200 person venue. Damn, dude. Yeah.
3: It was a little different
1: on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> for sure. For sure.
3: Dude, 75 people in a 1,200 person
2: you, wh- why venue. Why you got to
1: bring up Sunday? Everybody's upset about that. <laughs> I'm upset because fuck the Rams, and uh, Tim's upset because fuck the Rams. <laughs> yeah, I'm upset because fuck
3: professional sports. Fuck gambling. I lost 200 bucks. It's my own fault, but still. Uh, <laughs> that's not sad.
1: Compared to some of the wins you've had recently, that's nothing. Yeah, I'm still up 900. Yeah. And like, I won
3: 140 on the Sabres last night, so hey, who Good,
1: knows? good. I forgot they were even, pl- I didn't even know they were playing. Like, I looked at my phone. It's like, it's currently 3-2 to two Buffalo. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm, like, already in the middle of, like, watching wrestling and doing other shit, so I'm like, I'm not figuring out how to watch this fucking hockey game right now. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'll look at the score later.
3: I mean, it was kind of a clusterfuck for half of it. Like, it was two bad teams playing each other, but, Mm -hmm. like, Tage Thompson had probably the best shorthanded goal I have ever seen in my life. So, like, go back and watch the
1: replay because, I mean, he embarrassed him. It was awesome. You know, we were talking about hockey jerseys last week, and it inspired me. I I, I was playing NHL, and I was playing against the Blues, and I'm like, you know, and, like, I always scroll through, like, the jerseys to see what jerseys the teams have, so I was Mm -hmm. like, I saw the Blues alternate jersey, the fucking Arch jersey. Oh yeah, uh-huh. which I fucking love. And I'm like, I need to find this jersey. And I went on fucking eBay and I found one. It was going for like 36 at the time. It ended up going for like 85, like shipped. Yeah, that's fucking nothing. And damn. I, but I fucking forgot about it until I saw the email after the fucking auction ended. And I'm like, God damn it! Oh like, shit, man!
3: <laughs> like go back I want and look that, again, I, man. Be I already.
1: I already own a blues jersey. That's like my, you know, my uh, Western Conference team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I already own a blues jersey, but I want that blues jersey. Yeah, dude, it's that is a cool looking. fantastic looking jersey. That and the fucking Columbus alternates with the fucking cannon. Mm-hmm.
2: I want mm-hmm.
1: those. But let's uh, talk about the Super Bowl halftime show since Eminem came up and you brought it up.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I think my opinions of the, the halftime show have, like, kind of leveled out over the years. Like, okay. I, am, I am never blown away by anything anymore, but I generally think everyone does a pretty good job given the venue that they're in and what they're attempting to do, which is, like, a showcase of a bunch of stuff from an era... And they're playing on you know nostalgia because now we're the demographic they could play to <laughs> with nostalgia and pretty you soon see it's, that
1: meme that's floating around like oh it's no longer old people music like the Who and the, you know. and, it, and it's like, oh yeah it's like <laughs> oh that's, wait that's a minute right.
3: it is it's like they I th- I thought they did a perfectly fine job oh. I, I I think my if if I had a request it would be less of everyone and more Dre because I think the Chronic and two thousand one like. I shouldn't say that they're, they're like, the best, because I know there's fucking better shit. Like, Kendrick Lamar, that was fucking cool that he came out. Um, I'm not really a 50 Cent fan, but it was cool that he was there. I know we worked with Dre a lot, and it was, you know, Mary J. Blige coming out. Like, it's perfect for the Super Bowl, but my favorite era of hip-hop is, like, Chronic 2001.
1: So I just basically wanted 15 straight minutes of that. I... I don't know what I expected, to be perfectly honest. And, and and here's the thing. This is not the first time. Like, I shared that Simpsons, uh, you know, it was good, but not great from, like, the of the Vegetarian episode. <laughs> I'm like, which we talked about last week being one of the most quotable episodes. Uh, it was good, but not great. And, you know, it's nothing against any of the performers. I'm not a big 50 Cent fan. I'm not, I don't know who the fuck Kend- Kendrick Lamar is, uh, but, uh you know, like, it, I don't know what I was expecting, but it just kind of fell flat, you know what I mean, and and that's not the first time I've said that about a Super Bowl halftime show, like, Justin yeah. Timberlake played a couple of years ago, his, you know, the, the, for, the after, you know, not the, not the Nipplegate one, but the, he played a couple of years ago, and I was like, ooh, Justin Timberlake, this is gonna be really good, and then I was like, that wasn't good at all. Yeah. I mean, it, it was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't what I expected. And I and and I think like the way they were hyping up, you know, oh, we have a big surprise for everybody at the Super Bowl. The way they were hyping it up, I'm like, okay, this is this is the point where Tupac finally comes out and says, Hey guys, I faked my own death.
2: <laughs>
1: or at the very least, Ice Cube. Or Method Man to do like the fucking duet with Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. but like you know, and and then I get, instead I get upside down chubby Fifty Cent,
2: <laughs>
1: and that's not the body shame the dude. He's older. He's 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 still in awesome. fantastic shape. Yeah, he's dude, that just dude. That that dude could, filled out a little. That I guess. dude could kill anybody oh, I know with one punch. That dude absolutely. is jacked. So so like, like but like, <laughs> I've never. I was never a big Fifty Cent fan, and I particularly didn't care for that song that he played. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like, oh man, what? Like, this isn't what I wanted at all. And somebody else in my comments was like, I wish Eminem would have played any other song besides Lose Yourself.
3: But it's always gonna be Lose Yourself. What else could it be? Like, like, uh, what the fuck is it? Um, this looks like a job for me is the only other one I can think of because the rest of his shit is so filthy. Like, yeah, the, he's not uh, even I mean, going to be able to go, like, three lines without having it censored so, to the point of incomprehension.
1: Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, like, The Real Slim Shady or, uh, yeah. like, uh, My Name Is or just... Yeah,
3: but then I again, mean, like, and
1: And he came out, he started doing Forgot About Dre. You couldn't do the whole fucking song? Yeah, well, that,
3: see, that's what I'm saying is just give me that whole album. But, like, but again, this is me being, like, I... I, that's the I, album you know, that's the album you right. like, and that's the album you wanted. And me, it's like, it's... I, I enjoy hip-hop. I know almost nothing about it. And like any other, like, music fan, like, when you hear the thing that you know, you're like, oh, that feeling that I remember from when I heard this. <laughs> so it's like, that was the shit that resonated with me. And it's like, like, I, I've especially found that with, like, like the spectacle of hip-hop shows is usually lost on me. Like, I understand, like, the hype man thing. And, like like... Like, when we went to Riot Fest, we saw Run the Jewels, and I Mm -hmm. was, like, enthralled the entire fucking time. They were amazing. But, like, there was a weird level of involvement and, like, stage presence there that, like, I don't normally get from a a, a hip-hop show. So, like, a showcase like this was, like, I don't know. But in general, I, I liked it. I just wanted more of the music that I was familiar with because it wasn't, like when they were playing a song I wasn't aware of, it wasn't like I could, like, look and be like, oh, I'm entertained by this. Like, the dancers were fantastic.
1: I, I loved the that The performance itself was great. It's yeah. the production that kills me every fucking well, year with well, the Super Bowl. Well, right, and it's like... And again, like, the
3: music is always what's important, but, like, if the music isn't there, like, like I'm not the biggest Katy Perry fan, mm. but, like, watching her enter her Super Bowl performance on a giant fucking lion or tiger was awesome. Uh, And and like, for the Super Bowl, which is already the sports equivalent of a Michael Bay movie, that's what I want the halftime show to be as well. So like, I don't know. I'm rambling here and I'm having a hard time making a point. I I
1: feel like if I lived in Los Angeles or that area, I think I would have, I think I would have enjoyed that more because that was obviously a, a nice tribute to LA. But like, for me, it's just like uh, the production le- left something to be desired for me, and and I, uh, you know, and, and and Tim here, he says, uh, you know, he's a little older than both of us, and he loved that halftime show. I don't know if you're older than me, dude, but uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, I really did enjoy. I, it, like, I was definitely the target demo for that. Like, I owned doggy style. When I shouldn't have, you know, like Doggy on style. cassette, <laughs> on cassette. My mom, I remember going to the fucking record store and, and, uh, you know, in the mall back when that was a thing, you remember, you, oh, you might geez. be too young for that. I, anyway. I
3: remember mowing my neighbor's lawn and getting like $20 and going to FYE and buying mustard plugs, evildoers doers beware. I remember going Rocket to the, from
1: the I remember distinctly going to the mall and going, getting the Snoop dog tape. And, you know, my, you know, we get to the checkout and the guy's like, this has parental advisory, you know? Mm. (laughs) And he's like trying to tell my mom, like, you might not want to buy this for him. And so, well, he says it has, uh, yeah, but my friend has, oh, okay. You know, all all right, I'll get it for you. And then like, you know, I I surprised my mom when I knew all the lyrics and was singing along in the the car a couple of months later. (laughs) But, uh, and now I own it on vinyl, also the Chronic I own on vinyl. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. Because that that was my era of hip-hop. That was what I listened to back in, you know, 94. <laughs> it was like, like ooh, hip-hop, like, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, all right, this is cool stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I, you know, I discovered Metallica in, like, 95. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, Metallica, okay, this is what I'm listening to now. <laughs> Music <laughs> with guitars and fucking growling vocals and rock, yeah. Um, but uh, somebody after the fact says... Oh, next year uh, Next year, Metallica should play super, the Super Bowl halftime. And I retweeted that shit, and I said, "Absolutely fucking not. Because I what? do not want to see them be neutered on that grand of a, of a scale. He was 11 when straight out of Compton. Okay, maybe you are older than me. 11. When did straight out of Compton come out?
3: <laughs> so it was like 88 or something? Maybe 89?
1: Okay, know, so he was. is a little older than me. All right. You win. You win this round. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, you know, like,
1: I, I, you know, but was, I would have enjoyed it more if the surprise was Ice Cube and not 50 Cent. 1988. Okay, yeah. You called it? I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't even fucking know. I'm just making... See, you're a little older than me. Just a little. Just a little. I was, uh, I turned seven in 1988, so... That was negative one. <laughs> Yeah, I I uh I turned 7 and I was listening to uh let's see, it was a little early for vanilla ice. So uh what the fuck was I listening to in 88? I don't know, Hall & Oats probably. <laughs> yeah, the Humpty Dance? I st- yeah, the Humpty Dance, man. Digital Underground, I'm down with that. <laughs> I was probably listening to Hall and & Oats and shit, man. Like I still to this day listen to Hall & Oats.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, Hall & Oats are fucking great, man. Yeah, I uh, like so wait, you don't want to see Metallica be neutered by playing the halftime show? Like, I'm sure they wouldn't be.
2: It's, I'm sure but, they
3: would blow the asses off of
1: everybody sitting there. But the way the uh, the the way the uh, Super Bowl halftime show is structured and produced, and you need to you could go back and you can look at uh, Bruno Mars and mm-hmm. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Okay. If do you remember the controversy about that particular halftime show? No, I do not. Okay, so if you go back and watch that halftime show, Flea's base does not have a cable plugged into the fucking jack. Oh, so he's just <laughs> fucking, yeah, miming the slapping? Yeah, oh, Flea's base is yeah, not plugged into a fucking jack, and, like, people were calling him out about it. He's, oh, no, you know, it's a new technology, blah, 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 and he just recently, like, came out and said, yeah, they made us unplug. Like, they made us play to a backing track, and, like, that's what they would do for fucking Metallica, and I don't want that.
3: Yeah, that's gonna lame. I,
1: I I really would... Like, Metallica wouldn't fucking do it, first of all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I wouldn't want to see that. And this is coming from a guy who has a sleeve of fucking Metallica tattoos, has just seen them twice in, in December in San Francisco, and is going to see them next week in fucking Las, Las, Las Vegas. So, like... I mean, I think if, if it was... I don't want to see him at the Super Bowl, that probably says something. You know who I do want to see play a fucking Super Bowl halftime show? Who's that? Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I mean, dude, yeah, absolutely.
3: He's uh, America's uh, favorite musician.
1: <laughs> when Madonna played a couple of years ago, I saw this in my memories the other day. I guess when Madonna played a couple of years ago, somebody had mentioned Weird Al, like, on the Super Bowl pregame. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, please tell me he's playing instead of that sad old lady. Oh, Madonna's all right. Come on, <laughs> like a vir- dude, do the Ma- do du- the duet. Madonna of- was all right in 1988 do, when Tim saying. was 11. Right. Do
3: the duet of like a virgin <laughs> and uh, like a surgeon, and have them go back and forth. That would be fantastic.
1: Yeah. No, th- 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 this is exactly like that. I think was what was throwing was kind of throwing me off a little bit. It was obviously mm-hmm. like they're not playing live. But that's how you do a Super Bowl is you don't play live. Well, yeah. I, you know who would fucking, you know who would have fucking crushed the Super Bowl? Would have been fucking Nirvana. You ever see their Top of the Pops performance? I have not. Okay. So Nirvana was on this show called Top of the Pops, which is like the, like the the number one artist comes on this show and they play their hit song. This is a, a UK show. Right? Okay. It's kind of uh, like
3: TRL, but UK.
1: Yeah, except they're, they're coming on, they're playing the show, or the songs live. Okay. So uh, Nirvana comes on, and, you know, everybody up until Nirvana just comes on the show, and they just, you know, pay, play along, and, and, you know, the vocals are live, everything else is not. Mm-hmm. So Nirvana comes along, they have a number one hit with Smells Like Teen Spirit. They come on this show. And you can imagine how a Nirvana performance pantomimed would go. Yeah,
3: yeah, there's no fucking soul to it.
1: Well, fucking, well, you know, Chris is just not anywhere near the right fucking notes. He's just oh, up and down the fucking track. people. Okay, Dave's just you know going like this the whole time, <laughs> and Kurt is uh, is singing in the vein of Morrissey he's singing the song an octave down and changing lyrics and shit because that's the only live part of this performance. They made it known that that was not a live fucking performance. Fuck yeah. And I feel like one of these years, I would love to see somebody fucking do that at the Super Bowl, but (laughs) I don't want it to have to be Metallica. (laughs)
3: Yeah, somehow I doubt that, I I would assume that it would be in their contract, you'd get sued into oblivion if you did something like that at this point. I'm sure. After, like, what happened on SNL with, like, Fear, when John Belushi (laughs) had them on, and then, like, Sinead O'Connor, which... There's
1: there's a great uh, Things You Might Not Know video about Fear doing (laughs) Saturday Night Live, written by by, uh, Katie. (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of fear, I'm gonna have
3: another beer. Hey, how about that? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: ever see that? Uh, man, what the fuck was that comic? Nothing nice to say. It was a punk web comic from like the early 2000s. There was like an interview section that was like, and now we're interviewing. What the fuck is his name? I should know this. I'm a bad punk. The, <laughs> the lead singer of Fear, and they're it's like a songwriter's workshop. And King he's rings, like, isn't it? I don't, fucking I don't know, know. <laughs> man. They're, they're,
1: I I might be wrong. I don't know.
3: They're fucking interviewing him, and they're just like, like, how did you come up with this one? He's like, well, I wanted another beer, so I wrote Have Another Beer with Fear. And every, because every song's about fucking beer. And, uh, they're, and they're Now, all very now i got to look it up. <laughs> Damn you, Ryan. I know, I'm sorry. We have all these monitors, but we need to
1: use the phone.
3: <laughs> I don't want to
1: interrupt the stream, and I, that one's, I'd have to switch over the keyboard. Uh, nah, all right. <laughs> I, I need to know now. I really should
3: know this. Like, this is one that's in the back of my head, but I got fucking nothing.
1: <laughs> I think I'm off by, like, a word or something. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, uh, come on. We got it. We got it. We got it. Hold
2: on. Hold on. Leaving.
1: Lee Ving. See, I got the Ving part right. Hmm.
3: <laughs> well, either way, yeah, it was, a, it was a, it basically just it. the idea that, yeah, every we did Fear a song is about beer in the most simplest of terms. It's very punk rock and
1: awesome. But, uh, yeah, we did things you might not know about Fear's Saturday Night Live performance. Oh, so, yeah. yeah.
3: Belushi vouched for him. Yeah. Holy shit, so <laughs> they blow it up. <laughs> so
1: I I did this video, and I posted it, and then I realized that I had used the wrong Belushi. <laughs> Fucking Jim? Both, both in the script, like, both in, in the oh, in the audio man. and the video. Uh, to, and, and Katie, hey, you you uh, used the wrong Belushi there. And I went and I watched the video. I'm like, fuck. So I had to pull the video and go back and, like, dub over and put the right fucking picture in. And, like, fuck, how did I fuck that up? Like... I mean, that's hilarious, dude. I get the names Jim and John confused all the fucking time. I think I've actually talked about it on the show after the fact. Uh, but anyway. Well, you, you, that's understandable,
3: Jim and John. But you, you mixed up Joliet Jake with, like, the dude that was doing insurance commercials
1: 15 years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs>
3: come on, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got some music to play here. Uh, this is going to be uh, The Last Rain. And they are playing Friday at Mohawk. Sorry, I'm promoting a show that's opposite your show. Uh, playing Friday. Nah, all right. at- go see them. <laughs> Friday at Mohawk with Inertia, Surrender the Hope, and Shallow Teeth. Now, this one's like five bucks more, so like. Mm. But you get like twice the bands, too, so. <laughs> Shambles if you're on a budget. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is The Last Rain, and this song is called It's Dangerous to Go Alone on all WNY Think So Joe show. The last rain on all WNY Think So Joe show, song called It's Dangerous to Go Along. You you uh That's you a, you enjoyed the Zelda illusions there. <laughs>
3: Absolutely, dude. <laughs> fucking that overworld theme is the lead in before it got like heavy heavy. That was fucking fun. <laughs> and then when it got heavy heavy, it was fun. That was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys wanna go see some heavy shit, man? Go see go see the last rain this weekend. Or you could go see
1: budget pop punk cover bands for the win.
3: Right here. Right here.
1: (laughs) We were talking in the song break about, uh, like, when I got this guitar and, like, having to replace the strap buttons and shit. So I was telling you, like, he gave me... It came with, like, this, like, you know, clasp strap thing on it. And he's like, do you want the strap for it? I'm like, nah, I got strap locks, dude. I don't... Mm. And it was dingy and, like, dirty and disgusting. And I'm just like... I'm like, nah, that's okay. I'll just... Replace those. <laughs> so today I went to go check my mail and I'm like, because I had I put like one of my old guitar straps on here once I finally got the strap button replaced and okay. all that. Um with with the strap locks that I had. So I'm like, you know, I bet when I go out to the mail, my guitar crate will be here and it'll have a nice strap in it. Since I put this old fucking strap on here. Yeah. And so I go out, sure enough, guitar crate's sitting there. I'm like, I swear if there's a fucking strap in here. And I come back, I open up the guitar crate. Sure enough, there's a fucking strap in there, but it's not a really nice fucking guitar strap. It's literally the strap that would have gone on what was already on the guitar. And it's white. And I'm just like, this is going to get really disgusting really quick. Badge of honor, dude. Bring that sweat-stained strap out. Like, I don't... <laughs> like, nah, that's, that's not for me, man. I, <laughs> I like my dark color. I, I like... You know, I usually have, like, nice leather straps and shit, so... I gotta get one for this. But um, I, what I really want is one with just flames, because this one's going to be uh, Scorpion in my Mortal Kombat collection. Oh, there you go. Hence the uh, the skull fucking volume knob. Fucking doing it up, man. John Johnson's in the chat. Hey, John, how you doing? We were talking about hockey jerseys earlier. You missed it? It's all good?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, had a lead on an authentic uh, St. Louis Blues Reebok fucking arch jersey and... For eighty five bucks, I missed out on it because I fucking overslept. <laughs> Actually, I forgot about it, so I didn't really oversleep. I just forgot about it. I'm like, yeah, you gotta get okay. that auto
3: bid on, man.
1: Yeah, I guess I I didn't want to bid because I wanted to wait till the last second. I didn't want I didn't want to start a price war, mm. so I wanted to wait till the last second, and that was my plan. So I set like you know I put it in my watch list, and I woke up to like. Oh yeah, this uh, this item you're watching is is ending soon, and then I click on it, and it's like, oh, it ended for for sixty nine dollars plus sixteen dollars shipping. So, you know, mm. <laughs> shit, man. Oh well, I'll find one. Yeah, keep, keep an keep eye out. out; they'll come back up. Yeah, maybe they'll do a, they'll do a reverse retro with that patch on it or something. Because they're doing more reverse retro shit next year, apparently. So. You should get uh you should get the one uh, John's talking about with Marty Brodeur on the back. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh I liked the I did. I was sharing uh, their band camp with uh with Karina, actually, because I when I listened to them, I'm like Karina would fucking love this. So it's like, hey, listen to this band. And she uh, she said she enjoyed it. Uh, she might still be here. She might comment on your comments. So yeah, cool stuff, man. Cool stuff. Yeah. I still um I still haven't catalogued it and put it away. Like the Google Dolls record was still sitting on top of the turntable before you got it. I'm like, I I, I need to move this just like out of the off the turntable.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I fucking uh you know, so now it's sitting over there. I still haven't catalogued it in discogs. I need to do that. I was gonna say, I know I saw it somewhere
3: when I walked in here.
1: Yeah, I gotta catalog a bunch of shit on discogs. I'm excited, man, because the uh the fucking um the uh, the White Stripes first couple albums are coming out Friday. I've got those pre-ordered. Nice. So I'm waiting waitin on those. The Working Class Stiffs should be in soon, from what I understand. I'm sure uh, Tim can update us if he has any updates since the last time, which I think was the 18th, which is Friday, man, that, disc... that he would be getting them in, and then we'd get them from there. That disc uh, is
3: so fucking good, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. It just man. sounds like the Suicide Machines. It's just,
1: I don't know. <laughs> it's just really good. So John's offering to find me this jersey. So John offered to find me another jersey at some po- at a previous point. I said, "I want it needs to be an authentic jersey, not a Chinese knockoff." Mm. Every single site he sent me was just, "Oh, here you could get this with any number. You could get it with American flags and the numbers. You could get it with like, oh no, that's not what I want." <laughs> <laughs> that
3: authentic knockoff?
1: Yeah. <laughs> those those are the people I make fun of when I go to games. You've been you've seen me do it. Oh, yeah. yes, you're 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 aggressive. <laughs> you know because like the the Sabres ones are pretty, like like maybe not these newer ones, but the like previous Sabres jerseys were particularly bad mm. because like they had the laces. And when you get those cheap knockoff jerseys, the laces are like fucking clothesline. Yeah. So it's like, dude, do you have any idea how bad that actually looks on you? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the fucking Adidas logo is off center on the back.
3: Yeah. I remember yeah. I've se- I've seen a couple of the I remember a whole bunch of people got the Jack Eichel knockoff ones. I think they just had a bunch of them on Alibaba and like instead of gold it was like banana yellow. <laughs> so it, it it really stood out as being being I shouldn't say egregious but it felt a little egregious. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know
1: whatever. Oh, we got an update. Uh, it's delayed in customs right now. The working class stiffs vinyl of course it is. Uh, it'll okay. get here. It'll get here. Yeah, and geez, it'll be well dead. it'll be yeah. well worth the wait. That shit's a fucking mess, man. We love those guys, so, you know, definitely yeah. a great band to go hang out with and see and play shows with. And,
3: oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah.
1: We yeah. booked them, the, the first time we booked them, their drummer had like a 104 degree fever and still played the show. Damn. Came, played the show, went home. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, eh. And it's as, like...
1: As you would, another good excuse to leave before the end of the show. And, and you <laughs> know, he apologized for it, too. It's like, dude, you're sick. Yeah. Go
3: home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man we we played a couple to, we, we played a couple shows with them and like the first one we went on after them and I was like I don't want to play after this man holy shit but they, they were awesome and they, they covered that uh fucking uh, the reason I said they sound like the suicide machines mm-hmm. I mean they kind of do they have that like you know like punk ska sound but like they covered uh, islands off Destruction by Definition and it was fucking great like I don't know instantly took me back to being like 13 and listening to that shit on the bus it was awesome and they nailed it and then i saw them again at uh what was it the bronze that place over by the pierce arrow building mm-hmm. and uh that josiah was running for a while with a couple of those other guys and they were they destroyed it like just a stone foundation basement reminded me a lot of uh noiseland arcade just people slamming on the heat run like they just tore it down
1: <laughs> Fuck, fucking great pretty sure i've seen them at the uh was it the bronze i think it was the bronze yeah on fucking elmwood
2: no. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's, okay. on,
3: it's, yeah. A, it's on Elmwood, but it's close to like North it's Buffalo. Like,
1: yeah, it's not near anything, but it's on. A, yeah, yeah it's,
3: okay. yeah, it's 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 like it's kind of by like it's kind of we by the adult we, book we, stores. We, it, it really. <laughs> yeah. So like,
1: I I I was there, and I went to Tops to get some stuff. And, like, I'm walking back, and somebody was like, did Joe go to the porn store? (laughs) No, I I actually didn't. Steal me shit over there. (laughs) That whole area, it's funny
3: how much that shit, like, turned around. I shouldn't say turned around, but, like, turned over, because, because, like, it used to be all porn stores, and now there's, like, a Taco Bell and a fucking Sonic. So that's
1: (laughs) interesting. There you go. They have that early skank-for-brain-suicide-machines rudiments sound. Fucking right
3: there, man. Fucking exactly what it is.
1: John, large under a hundred bucks. If you find me an actual Reebok jersey, cool. (laughs) I don't (laughs) want Chinese knockoffs. Anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, It's too beautiful of a jersey for that. Anyway.
3: I miss basement shows, man.
1: It's been a while since I've been to one. That was my... That, I mean, was like probably the first one and only one I've been to was the one at the fucking bronze. Uh, with like over and it was my first time seeing over and out, and mm-hmm. the Stiffs were playing, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember who the fuck else played, but it was uh, my buddy Ashton's birthday, mm. so he was having a show in his honor at the Bronze, and that was it was just cool, man. It was a lot of fun, yeah. So I I I I, I which is why like we were for a while like, uh, you know, before you got in the band, we we're we're like, all right, we're we're not taking bookings. But if anybody has a basement show and needs a band, we might think about it. But now, you know, and, and you know, that still holds true. We're, we're listening to any booking requests. We're not actively going out trying to find shows. We're listening cool. to booking requests. We fucking... Uh,
3: I'll keep an eye uh, out because, like, I know Trey's been looking for bands of Super Descent and,
1: like... We, no, like I, it, I, I, I just thought about that show we had to turn down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, we fucking got it. We got offered the queers and had to turn it down. Yeah, that was a bummer. Uh, just, and the whole reason was I couldn't fucking, ju- I, I couldn't be like, we don't know 100%. We won't know for 100% until around the time of the show. I didn't want to have to be like, Greg, we can't play this fucking show. Mm-hmm. Like, last minute, drop off this show. Because it's too big of a show. Yeah. So it's like, look, I can't 100% commit to this, give it to the next guy. And Johnny Revolting got it, and I'm fucking stoked for them. Yeah, that fucking
3: rules. They, fucking well,
1: Johnny Revolting, and we fucking love them. They, so.
3: they, they fucking deserve it, because they've been doing it. Shit, they, they played with they've, my cousin Al's band back when I was a kid. So, they like, they yeah. opened
1: for the fucking queers before.
3: Yeah. So. <laughs> no, they fucking deserve it, man. That show would have been fucking fun, though. And I, it was queers and dwarves. I fucking love dwarves. The fucking uh, album, or uh, Young and Good Looking is, like, fucking choice.
1: Super bummed Yellow Sauce wasn't offered Oakley Doakley. Me too. (laughs) Me too. I was begging for that show. Because it's their last tour. Uh, I would love that genre switch. I was, uh, well, for, uh, to do Yellow Sauce. So it wasn't that, like, it wasn't, it was, it would be a huge, like, genre switch. But it would be still, like, comedy in a way. Um, so I'm just like, so as soon as I saw that announced for fucking Rochester, I'm like, Greg, Greg, yellow sauce wants this show. Greg put yellow sauce on the show. Greg put yellow sauce on the show and just never responded. And we never, we didn't get it. And I'm just like, ah, I, I just, I've never seen Oakley Doakley. And I'm never going to get the chance to because I don't fucking drive. And I'm not going to bus out to fucking Rochester just for that, you know? Mm. So, like, you know, fuck it. Oh, well, I missed him. And I'm in this fucking Simpsons group, uh, Simpsons Obscure Characters. And just every time somebody new joins the fucking group, they're like, hey, here's an obscure metal band. Oakley dokali And it's just gotten to the point where it's just, you know, this trope.
3: in the the group. There's no original thoughts under the sun, and if you're joining a group of people that are already internet savvy, most likely they've heard of what you're talking about. You better lurk for two weeks before you start talking.
1: It's to a point where fucking, uh, you know, people who are, uh, you know, people who are in the group are like, can we just put this in the rules not to talk about Oakley Doakley? (laughs) Like... Like, I, I I like that band, but I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't need to be told about them every five seconds. <laughs> there was a good thread of, like, bands with Simpsons-influenced songs or names or things like that in that group the other day, and, like, I was, you know, I was happy to be like, yo, The Ballad of Hans Molman by M.C. Lars!
2: Because
1: <laughs> it came up when somebody mentioned the fucking uh, Ralph Wiggum Bloodhound Gang song.
3: So... Holy shit, I don't remember that one.
1: Yeah, uh, the Bloodhound Gang did a song of, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure the whole thing is Ralph Wiggum quotes. Oh, fuck, I know what you're talking about.
3: That's right. Yeah, We played a show with uh, Hooray for Boobies a while back, and we were listening to Bloodhound Gang stuff before. I'm pretty sure they played that one.
1: Candy Lion on Ningwood Records did the Queers Date in St. Louis on on that tour. Fuck yeah. Uh, So, yeah... um, I, I believe that was the other shirt I got. It's white, though, so, like, <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't do, like, the only white shirts I actually own and wear are CM Punk shirts. And that's because I buy them as soon as they come out, and I'm just like, fuck, now they have a black one? Damn it. I should have waited. And uh, let's see what I, what else we got here. Uh, crash at my place if it saves you enough on a hotel or some shit. Uh, my problem is like anytime I travel, I have to arrange work, so I either have to work while I'm gone, or I have to be like, yo, I'm not gonna be here on this date. So I, so I really have to pick and choose when I'm out of town carefully, mm. or how long. So like, if I went, I would probably try to come home right after the show, if possible. Which we stayed over for um, fucking uh, uh, fucking what did we what did, what did we see there? Um, the Violent Femmes. Mm-hmm. We stayed over because we couldn't get a bus home right away. So, open invite. I appreciate that. Uh, as far as the Simpsons group, uh, Tim was in the group but left because everything was just like obscure toilet paper. Just re- It really is. It's just like, oh, here's toilet paper with Bart Simpson's face on it. It's obscure toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get you, dude. I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I it didn't... seemed like a cool group to join at the time. Now it's just all people complaining about other people's posts. Yeah. Like, like, can we stop with the car hole posts? It's car hole. Hank Area said it's car hole, not car hold. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like all those
3: groups, like, you know, Wax and Wayne. Like, I don't know. I I got in a... My brother got me in a home... You ever watch home movies? That old UPM yeah. show? Okay, that ended That's up That's why I don't a-
1: like Bob's uh, Bob's Burgers. Because,
3: <laughs> be, yeah, well, because, like, the character in my eyes will... that John Benjamin voices will always be Coach McGurk. Exactly. Even though he has, like, a, a long tradition. Like, I, I don't know. Now I'll go off on the H. John Benjamin shit. Like, he's also equally Benjamin Katz on Dr. Katz Professional Therapist. But... Coach McGurk, I think, is his best fucking role, and there was a uh, home movies, they called it like home movies Brendan posting, and the memes on that group were fucking fire for about six straight months. It was just nonstop, and it was like very creative content where people were rewriting things in the style McGurk would explain them to Brendan, Mm -hmm. and making these really good long form, very creative memes. That shit was phenomenal. It, it, and then, like you said, it got to a point where it was just people asking questions about Coach McGurk and I was like, or, or, or about the show, and I was like, this is less interesting. Like, give me some fucking memes. I've already
1: watched every episode like 40 times. But All right. John says he found what I'm looking for. Yeah? I'm, I'm going to... Uh, let's see. St. Louis Blues, Navy Blue, blank name, sewn NHL jersey, CCM, eBay. Okay. Okay, that looks a little dark. Compared to the actual jersey, does it not? Maybe it's just the pictures. Probably just the pictures. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look too bad. It looks like a Reebok jersey. Looks all right, yeah. 95. All right, you're doing Free good, John. shipping. Okay. All right, pull you, the trigger. You, 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 yeah, I, I might pull the trigger on that. So, okay, cool. Let's so. go, Blues. <laughs> <laughs> I got I. I, I, I like when Ryan O'Reilly got traded to the Blues, I'm, and and Ryan Miller, I'm just like, hey, they're going to another team I like. Cool. They don't even Ryan Miller don't even have to change colors on his fucking pads. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, I, I always liked the Blues. Like when yeah. I first started getting into hockey, I remember watching. It was during the playoffs, and I remember watching the Blues. So, dude, when I, they I've fucking... always enjoyed them, and I'm I'm very 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 fucking happy for Ryan O'Reilly. That's another situation there's, there's where a... I'm like, why the fuck would we ever trade Ryan O'Reilly? But there's there this dude who's always,
1: like, <laughs> you know, trying to rip on me for fucking having a, you know, a Western, a Western Conference team. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, just stick with your Sabres. <laughs> like, dude, no, I fucking, like, like, I love the fucking, I, I, I love having a a Western Conference team because I can root for them 80 games a fucking season. <laughs>
2: right.
1: When they're playing Buffalo, I'm rooting for fucking Buffalo. right. But when, right, right. and it won't be more than 80 because we know Buffalo is not making the playoffs, right? Exactly, like, <laughs> it, <laughs> we, we, and certainly not a Stanley Cup final to have to play yeah. the Blues in. Yeah, geez, that's another fucking decade
3: <laughs> out at least.
1: Jesus Dude, Christ, d- it was 11 years ago, right? When when Terry Pagula bought the team, and he's like, Oh, our goal, our mission is to win the Stanley Cup. And I posted, I shared that post, and I'm just like, Gotta make the playoffs first. This was 11 fucking years ago. We still haven't even done that. But anyway, it's pretty miserable,
3: <laughs> honestly. Like I try to like it's not. I shouldn't say I try not to think about it because like I'm not losing fucking sleep over it. It's like no. entertainment at the end of the day. But like I do remember like like my uncle Steve like four or five years ago was you know he's like fucking sixty eight or something. He he's not that old. He's like sixty four. He's like I just want to watch him win one before I die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then my uncle Paul died, and and the Bills haven't won one. So I'm sitting here like, how many fucking people am I going to lose? before the Bills or Sabres fucking do anything. Like, it's it really is, like, kind of sad. Like, just fucking win one, and I won't... It's not that I won't care. I will still throw all my money and attention at it. Your ad revenue will still be through the fucking roof. But, like, I won't be distraught when things like the 13 seconds happen. Like, that shit still gets so far under I, my fucking stand. I
1: saw a meme today... And it was, uh, it was a purported tweet from Dan Marino to, uh, to Joe Burrow where he's, he's like, oh, you know, don't worry, you know, I, I lost my first Super Bowl too. You'll get back there. And, and then the, there's a reply from Jim Kelly where it's like, yeah, I lost my first Super Bowl too, but we made it back the next year and, and I lost that one too. But we made it back again the next year and we lost that one too. But then we made it back again. How do I delete this? <laughs> so wait, like this, so they didn't actually tweet no. this somebody.
3: I was going to say no. because, like, that level of self-awareness <laughs> would be fucking hilarious. That would oh, be absolutely. the most endearing thing you could do is just pick on yourself like that. Because, yeah, absolutely. Because that, that is the thing, too. Like, all of this discussion of Joe Burrow and shit, like, I do think he's a good enough QB that he will make them a perennial playoff contender. I don't know if that team is ever going back to the Super Bowl. It's really fucking hard to get to the Super Bowl. It's really the, fucking hard.
1: Next year, they beat Buffalo in the AFC Championship. Don't you
3: put that fucking <laughs> evil on me, Joe.
1: Jesus Christ. It's
3: like, didn't I just explain to you how distraught I still am? Like, I'm barely hanging on, man. <laughs> that, I'm just I'm just going through the motions hey, here. Hey, there's no just, shame in losing to the best. I'm just...
1: I'm just I tell myself, <sighs> as the team that beat my team won the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> yeah. that, you, know, uh,
3: you know, the one thing that was... That Super Bowl, the general consensus around, like, like, our group of people that was watching it was, you know, it was like me, Joey, his wife Andrea, Natalie, um, we had our friends Melissa and Will over, my neighbor Dan, we're watching it. General consensus was it was kind of a boring game. In retrospect, pretty good defensive game. Like, a legitimate defensive game. Not, like, two teams that couldn't move the ball. Rams, Rams couldn't move the ball after OBJ <laughs> went down, but generally it was a lot of really, really, really good defensive play. Wait a minute, let's... Yeah, I'm barely hanging on. Imagine it from my side. Yeah. 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 Sorry, man. We already talked about this, and it's yeah, like... Yeah, that's, that's got to be tough, man. I'm, I'm happy for Stafford because I've always liked Stafford, but, like, it's so hard to support the Rams after what, uh, it's Cronky, right? Yeah, that's the one. After, because I get him confused with the fucking uh, Chargers guy. After what he did to the city of St. Louis for a team that was already financially viable in that area and it had a shitload of fans, like, ripping them away to take them to a city that doesn't give a shit is fucking evil. So,
1: yeah, I feel you, man. (laughs) Between the Bills this year and every time I die, all of Western New York was on suicide watch.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it happened to be, like, the worst winter we've had in a long time. So yeah, I, know. It's been, I, it's I been, haven't. It's been nothing but just, like, shit being piled onto fucking Western New York. I haven't
1: left the house other for other than for, like, band practice or to go get my kid. So, like, yeah, <laughs> that's how bad this winter's been. Like, usually I'll, like, go to the store or the mall or something, but. Yeah, I haven't fucking left the house. I'm like,
3: ah, fuck this. The bill's lost. Every time I die, broke up. We've been stuck inside. It's fucking cold. I don't know. Nothing's really working out right now, Joe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the footage of the parade? Uh, uh, There was virtually no one there for the Rams. So here's somebody posted a picture of the parade route and they used blue dots to mark the parade route on this map. Mm. And they were like, that's not the, like that's an actual picture of how many people are actually going to be there. Each one of those blue (laughs) dots is a single person in a Rams Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) And of course it came from a Niners fan and you know, like I'm sitting there and I'm watching and they're just like, Oh yeah, it's so good to be here in Rams house. Like, How's the Rams' house? You share it with the fucking Chargers and the fucking 49ers outsell you every time they play there.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. And they fucking won.
1: (laughs) I almost fucking went to the NFC Championship. I just couldn't justify the fucking ticket price. I'm like, nah. Yeah,
3: probably the right call in retrospect, but I don't know.
1: I don't know, man. I would have loved to have added to like the, you know, the red in that crowd, but oh, well yeah whatever i'm looking at i'm you know looking at next year's uh you know opponents and like away opponents specifically so i could be like all right who do i want to go see the 49ers play against where do i want to travel to so it's like carolina atlanta uh or chicago i think are the ones that i might be like okay those are one of the, those are the ones i'm thinking of going to chicago's pretty cool yeah you, uh, and, you and I think, like, I think, like, I've kind of eliminated Carolina because I'm like, all right, if I go to Atlanta, that's the fucking Georgia Dome. And if I go to fucking Chicago, that's Soldier Field, man. Like, these are venues that, you know, you should go to, right? Yeah. Well,
3: Chicago also, I know you probably won't want to go because it's a Bills Backers bar, but the Bills Backers bar there is this punk bar called Delilah's. And we went okay. there when we were there for Riot Fest, and uh, Mike from On the Cinder. Introduced us to a bunch of the guys and like butchered and stuff. And okay, he, he, one guy Nick DJs there and they do like punk nights. It's fucking awesome. Really, like you would have a really good time. Okay, so, like go check out Chicago. Yeah, that might it's be a cool
1: city in general too. Like, might be where I go. I, I think it's rules. between. I think it's between that and Atlanta. I mean, and I think yeah, I know people in Atlanta, so it might be like Atlanta would be cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Atlanta. Like, I I think it'd be cool to see the Georgia Dome. You know, like mm. what the, what the hell would I want to do in in, uh, in fucking Carolina. You know, <laughs> like, I got friends there. I guess I could go, vo- go visit friends, but, uh, anyway. Uh, Garrett Shea is playing this Saturday at the Public House. That's at 12.06 Hurdle here in Buffalo. Uh, at 9 p.m. I don't have any other information as far as price or, uh, ages or anything, but, uh, Garrett Shea at the, at the Public House. 12.06 Hurdle this weekend, Saturday. Uh, and this song is called Lifeline on all WNY Think So Joe show. Shay on all WNY Think So Joe show. Catch him Saturday at the public house, 1206 hurdle at 9 PM. Fuck yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, man. I like it. It's the best part about this show. You discover music that you're not necessarily seeing when you go out. Yeah, dude. That you might want to go see.
3: Well, like you know me with my fucking stupid work schedule and with COVID yeah, and everything. Well. <laughs> I haven't been going out. I've just been listening to that new turnstile album over and over and over and over, <laughs> and, over and over and fucking over.
1: Dude, I woke up yesterday and I got the text of like, "Hey, uh, I can't do band practice." I'm like, "Thank God!" Uh, (laughs) Like, I could go back to sleep. Oh, so you were being serious about that? (laughs) No, I. Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, I, I, (laughs) like, I brought home my fucking my pedal board last week to fucking do the update. I still haven't done that, so (laughs) I was like, "Ah, man!" Like, I was like, "I just just
3: bought you another two weeks, there, buddy." You did because we're not. Neither one of us are in
1: town next week. (laughs) Uh, As you look at that,
3: canceling plans is the best. It so
1: is... I'll be and in so is I'll be in
3: Rochester next Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna be in fucking holy shit. I'm going to fucking
1: New Orleans. You're going to New Orleans. I'm, I'm going gonna, to Las Vegas next week. I
3: don't know. I have a work conference. Weird. Why the fuck would they put a work conference in New Orleans? I think I, I I'm just gonna be <laughs> drinking hurricanes and fucking hand grenades <laughs> the entire time.
1: You're going to New Orleans. I'm going to Las Vegas. Uh, John, we, we need to find John a vacation next week, man, because then uh, he'll be the only one still here in Buffalo for for the living
3: brain dead. Get him a nice weekday trip down to Ellicottville.
1: Yeah. Rent him a snowboard.
3: <laughs> Send him off the half-bite. It is the Winter Olympics, after all. It is the season.
1: Man, he'd float off that fucking... Uh, he'd float off. it. Yeah you'd, <laughs> yeah, you'd ass, yeah, you'd assume he would get a lot of hair, and then he would... Yeah, he'd glide down it. like Rocky <laughs> the Flying Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh shit, man! No, nah. Nah, man. Like, yeah, I, 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 have been largely, not largely, I've been mildly unreliable with the band practice lately, and I it's, apologize for we that. We understand,
1: been, though. Like, you dude, have a job, dude. That's more important than dude, fucking like, coming and dicking around with us and recording '80s covers,
3: dude. So, like, I took notes on like what is what has occurred to me in the last month and like in like week. So, so like five weeks. So. First off, I was underbilled for my gas from uh, National oh, Fuel God. for the last fucking eight months. Let and that's, me, that's my fault.
1: <laughs> let, let me talk to you about about National Fuel because I'm, like, I signed up for their, like, budget plan just so I know, like, what's coming out of my fucking account every month and mm-hmm. auto pay. So, like, I started getting emails like, oh, your, your auto pay was declined. Like, why the fuck would my auto pay be declined? I, there's money in this account like, that doesn't make any sense. And they're like, but don't worry about it. We'll, re- we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll recharge you. Happens again the next month. And then the month after that. So now I'm sitting here looking at a $300 fucking gas bill. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to fucking pay this. So I go on the website. I put in my fucking bank account. And it's like, oh, are they, what happened was they changed uh, payment companies. Okay. And the new payment company is like, no, this isn't a good bank account.
3: Oh, yeah, well, that, that happened to me because the new payment company is um, it's not Aviola. That's who does the water, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's a new, yeah, you don't just do it on the website anymore. It's a new payment management company, and this caused part
1: of my fucking problem as well. Mm-hmm. So wait so f- finish yours, though. So I end up just fucking like, all right, I guess I'm just going to use the debit card from this same exact fucking bank account. Yes. And that worked fine. They got my extra dollar seventy five or whatever the fuck they charged for that it's like this is ridiculous I should like I shouldn't have to worry about this this sh- I set up auto pay <laughs> right. and a budget plan so I don't have to fucking worry about it the money's in the account it goes to you take it right
3: auto but, auto pay should not be a headache it should be easier but
1: they're just like oh no you can you can't use this account like what the fuck do you mean I can't use this account that is in good standing has money in it like it's and even if i over even if i went over and and put this account into negative i have a sweep account that would put money right back in it like i'm not worried about it like why why are you telling me that this is not a good fucking you know checking account when it clearly is so oh well dealing fuck with it the
3: utilities company fucking yeah. sucks man uh-huh. i don't know it's just like i mine was my fault because i basically <laughs> Our gas meter, for some reason, is inside of our basement instead of outside of it, so I'm supposed to go down and submit a reading every month? Sure. I fucking didn't for like nine months. (laughs) They just kept billing me at an estimated rate, but then they informed me that the estimate was low, because somebody came in to do an inspection of the line, and they took a meter reading, and yeah, I mean, I ended up having the, 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 the amount they needed to increase, it was $220. They also rolled that into one payment, and then they didn't withdraw it. So they knocked off the penalty and tacked it onto the next one. So I'm going to have a $500 gas bill, which I'm looking forward to paying my coworker left, which is why I've been going insane. And I inherited all of his work because my other two coworkers are out for knee surgeries. So I have 322 unread emails right now. Damn dude. And I'd say probably half of those are six hour contracts that have been assigned to me. I did a sleep study last night because I am I'm a professional, like, I'm a legal writer for a living, and I'm struggling to find words, and I'm losing my train of thought, and, you know, Laura's making fun of me because I can't fucking follow what you're saying, so I think I have have sleep apnea because I I snore like fucking crazy, so I had a sleep study done last night with a take-home unit that was extremely uncomfortable. I don't know how they're ever going to accurately measure whether or not someone is sleeping adequately in a lab because it's one of those things that by its very nature, like, you're changing the outcome by the method you measure it by. Like, even when I'm at home in my own bed, I have a fucking tube in my nose, I have a thing on my wrist, and I have a thing strapped across my chest mm-hmm. and my stomach. And, a, like, like not only the thing that I'm breathing into through my nose, the thing I'm breathing past through my mouth. And they told, told me I needed to get six hours of sleep. So, like, I have anxiety. I can't fall asleep. I'm just laying there. It's fucking torture. Like, there's no way I'm going to get good sleep wearing this thing.
1: This is why I couldn't get a sleep study done. I don't sleep for six hours ever. Dude. uh, Oh, my God. Uh, And on top of that. When I do, it's in the most inappropriate fucking times.
3: (laughs) And on top of that, like, my fucking insurance was supposed to pay for this entire thing. And, like, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, like, this is the state that our fucking healthcare is in right now. I have really good insurance. Mm -hmm. I have the same insurance as the teacher's union. And I still ended up having to pay, like, 350 bucks to bring home this thing <laughs> in a Game Boy case and strap it to myself and bring it back to... Like, they didn't even strap it to me. It was fucking ridiculous. So I had to do that. Uh, okay, so on top of all of that, like, I'm just losing my mind with, like, so you this...
1: So m- you have to strap this thing on yourself. You don't even know if you're doing this properly. So they, they counseled me on how to apply
3: the sleep study unit. Like, mm-hmm. how to put it together. And it was... It was relatively straightforward. If you are able to put on, like, underwear, you can put on this thing. But it's like it's like, it's like like the size of, like, a Game Boy Pocket, and it has a screen on it. And it has a strap that goes around your... It was called the thorax strap, which I found funny because I've only ever really heard that term in reference to, like, insects. But mm-hmm. it goes around under your arms, and then it has wires connected to it that you insert into your nose and wrap behind your ears, and you tape to your cheeks, and... Fucking thing you strap around your your I don't know it's there was a diagram I followed it but you know it did strike me as odd that like I I asked for a sleep study because I've been experiencing confusion and disorientation and they gave me a two minute like walk through like talk through counseling session and then sent me home to apply the thing myself like that seems counterintuitive if I'm experiencing confusion you should be the one applying this thing to me right But, but I I don't fucking know so. Anyways, on top of that, I'm excited about this brand new TV that I just fucking bought. It's fucking 65 inches. I'm like, great. Everything else in my life is falling apart, but I'll hook this TV up and I'll play Microsoft Flight Simulator in 4K, 120 hertz refresh rate. Going to be fucking great. Last night, I'm watching hockey, and I noticed there's a section of the screen, just a tiny little section that's black on the white ice. And I try to move it off,
0: Mm -hmm. and then I'm like,
3: maybe it's the feed. Let me try to move it to the next one. Dead pixel. Dead pixel. On my brand new oh, 4K fuck, TV, thank God I can still send it back. I already <laughs> tore the box up, but I don't know. That's this is me complaining right now. But like, this is this is why I've been mildly unreliable at, at Band <laughs> Press because I am Talk just it, like dude. losing my shit day in and day
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> But well, I, I hope we're able to at least provide a little bit of a distraction and some <laughs> some uh, levity to your situation when you are able to make it. Oh, absolutely, dude. <laughs> no,
3: I've, I've been in a blast jamming with you guys. I'm just, yeah. oh, man. I, just, I feel bad because, like, every other week I'm like, guys, I can't make it today. I'm sorry. And it's like I literally just, yesterday I got a contract in that I'm under an NDA I cannot fucking talk about. But, like, right. I had to get it done. And, oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know. Jobs, some, are,
1: jobs are stupid. Don't fucking so, get them. Sometimes you're like, dude, I want to. Can- I, I gotta cancel, guys. I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, oh good, I could get more shit done around the house instead of fucking having to go to band practice. Because like half the time I'll not even realize like it's it's Tuesday coming up, and I'm just like, oh, I got band practice tonight. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
3: time is a time is a flat circle, and every week band practice comes about again, and every week everyone wants to sleep. It's one of those fucking things, like like we're shambles jamming later tonight because we got to practice for this fucking show. And it's like, mm-hmm. Ethan was texting us earlier, and he's like, "Guys, I just want to play. I don't know. He didn't tell us what he wanted to do. I assume he wants to play Final Fantasy. And we were like, "Guys, we got to fucking practice. Like, we got to sound good. And the second I get there, we're gonna be having a blast. But mm-hmm. like leading up to it, you're like scheduling, oh, no, like, so much shit to do. It's, it's, like, when, the, when brain, you... the brain of a punk, you know? <laughs> I mean, it,
1: it, it's worse for me, because I don't have a schedule on anything except for band practice in this show. So it's just like, fuck, I, ha- I, I have something to do tonight. And then, like, you know, the weather gets nice, and I'm like, oh, I want to go do all this shit, and then I'm like, fuck, I have the podcast.
4: So,
1: <laughs> am I going to watch the women's hockey final tonight? I'm I'm definitely gonna flip over to the Golden Knights game tonight. I don't know about watching any. I haven't watched any of the Olympics at all. Yeah, none. Like,
3: Natal- Natalie has put it on. It's been very entertaining, but I haven't been watching it the same way
1: I usually do. Like I opened up Peacock to watch something a few weeks ago, and I don't even remember what. But it was like, like oh, women's hockey. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch women's hockey. But apparently, I had just missed the game. Mm. So it's like, so you were catching like the post game. Yeah, uh, no, I was catching a different event. Oh, it was, but it was just still flagged as that on the browser. It still okay. said women's hockey, so maybe I watch. I don't know. I, I am definitely watching the Golden Knights game. USA and Canada apparently is the gold medal game in women's hockey. I have not watched a second of fucking. Yeah, if it's UA
3: versus Canada, I might tune that in later. Yeah,
1: I m- that might be a must watch. I might. But, uh, I don't know what time
3: that's at, but like if if that's on when I get back from practice, I'll be alternating between that and the Golden Knights. So so here's here's questions, right? How can I frivolously fritter away my money? Jack Eichel's returning tonight. You think he's going to score a goal? <laughs> I phew. is it plus two forty? So that's almost two and a half times your money if he scores.
1: Okay. I could see him scoring. Jack Eichel's a good fucking goal scorer, just not, you know, he didn't have a good coach. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, At any point that he was on the, like actually playing for the Sabres. fucking kills me that they lost
3: him, dude. I remember I was at the game. What are you going to
1: do, man? Like they didn't, uh, you can understand their position of this has never been done to an NHL player before and we don't want you to be the first because if it goes wrong, then what the fuck, we're out of player. Now you're out of a player anyway, but and he's obviously had successful surgery. If he's cleared to come back and play, yeah. But it's I don't know. It's just hard
2: because you, I fucking un- loved Jack
1: Eichel. You and can it's understand. Like, I do. I, I do
3: fully understand, and I also under like and also there's, like
1: there's a Jack Eichel bobblehead right up there, right above the door. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've got mine in my box
3: of shit I brought back from the office when we got sent home for COVID. I'll need to set that up. Jack Eichel, I, I is, love Jack, Eichel. Jack Eichel
1: is poopy, says John oh, Johnson. come on,
3: John. Jack Eichel is not poopy.
1: I don't know, man. I was at the fucking uh, arena when he got drafted because they had a draft party that night. Mm. And, like, I was supposed to go to a fucking uh, good bar. Not good bar. Um, Nietzsche's. Mm-hmm. Uh, some friends of mine were supposed to be playing and some other friends of mine were going to the show that I hadn't seen in a while. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll meet you guys there. But first, I went to the fucking arena. And I went, you know, I went with this girl I had just met, and uh, you know, we just were like, you know, let's. Here's something to do. Let's go. So we go to this fucking uh, party, right? And of course, you know, the big fucking thing that everybody's there to celebrate happens five minutes into the fucking thing. Buffalo Sabres select Jack Eichel. Done. Right. <laughs> That's that. No fucking big deal about it. Buffalo Sabers suge- uh, you know, select Jack Eichel the whole fucking place erupts everybody goes nuts losing their mind yeah we fucking got jack eichel we could have gotten fucking uh, you know Connor mcdavid but we got jack eichel which is really close second you know fuck yeah and and fucking um the rest of the fucking night me and this girl are just sitting there watching the fucking draft on the fucking big screen and like everybody's slowly trickling out of the arena they saw what they wanted Right, But we're just like, you know what, fuck it. We sat there, watched the entire fucking first round of the draft. We were like the only ones left by the time the first round was over. And we're just sitting there watching all these fucking players that are getting drafted into the NHL. Biggest fucking night of their lives, man. Struggling to put on fucking jerseys and hats. (laughs) And we're just making fun of how badly they are failing at trying to put these jerseys on it's the general disorientation of excitement exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) look at this golden knights always pick up the garbage on the side of the road max (laughs) back holy
3: shit dude man this is i mean them's fighting words and i I, and i mean don't get me wrong it's a little cathartic (laughs) to see it but like i don't know like I think that team uh, wins a cup within the next three years because of what their roster is right
0: now. Maybe, maybe. You
3: know, I mean... You know, I will say, like, unlike the O'Reilly trade, which also the O'Reilly, the O'Reilly trade is panning out now because Thompson looks fucking great. Uh-huh. But, you know, yeah, fine. Patrick Berglund quit halfway through the first season, and then Vladimir <laughs> Saboka yeah. did fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah. um, but, like, the Eichel trade very immediately, Alex, Alex Tuck, Alex Tuck has like 18 points in 16 games. Alex Tuck
1: made an impact his first fucking night in a Sabres yeah, uniform. So awesome. Out I'm there. not complaining. Fucking
3: great. Like, and, and fucking Peyton Krebs looks really good. Absolutely. It, it looks like a completely like, like, I'm not going to say you can't possibly I, win that trade. No, you don't win that trade, but
1: you, you but, like, but they got they a didn't... return. So that's exactly, good. exactly. Like that is that is panning out well, and we'll see what Jack does tonight in, in in Vegas and going forward for the rest of the season. Here, Minnesota Wild have a better chance than the Vegas than Vegas does to win the cup.
3: Uh, that's a hot take right there. So another I don't know Jer- about that one. It's so another
1: jersey I got to find. Is their fucking alternates. I get an Those old Minnesota ones. North Those Stars oh, jersey. Yeah, for
3: sure. Uh, well, I don't know. We're. Uh, I don't fucking know, man. Let's go. I'm going to fucking throw a bunch of money on Jack tonight. We're going to see what happens. And then... Yeah, beyond that, I don't know. We're slowly inching towards the end here, and I don't want to take any attention away from other people. Like, fucking... Shambles is playing good bar downstairs this weekend. Fucking... Come hang out, guys. Like, it's going to be awesome. We're going to play a whole bunch of awesome pop-punk tunes. I know we're a cover band. I will take the fucking heat for that. We're not a perpetual cover band, but we're going to play some covers that you're going to fucking like. It's going to sound good. We're going to have a blast. We're probably going to get real drunk and tell stupid jokes on stage. It's going to be awesome. Come hang out.
1: You're playing downstairs at Good Bar. You fancy. Uh, (laughs) Downstairs, man. Look at you downstairs.
3: Like I said, that's what happens when you play covers. Nobody wants to hear less shambles.
1: We're playing next month, uh, a month from Saturday. No, a month from Friday at fucking uh, Good Bar upstairs. Yeah. With Ken Newton and uh, Idiots of idea- Idealism, easy for me to say.
3: Well, that's a killer fucking lineup. And at for the same sure. time, like, the Upstairs, like, you know, I'm, I'm picking on it a little bit because we're playing downstairs. Like, the Upstairs is sweet. <laughs> we played that show there in, upstairs in August. Was, upstairs. Our sound was great.
1: Like, all the bands you, were great. Upstairs is hit and miss for sound from my experience going to shows there mm. or, or, or booking shows there. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that uh we get a good sound night because we have you know uh different gear than other bands <laughs> because we're like hey we got this in ear system you just got to plug into these we don't need you to fucking monitor you just make sure front of house sounds good nah man you'll fucking it'll it'll sound good I'll look up
3: the um I've got the the sound guy list still we can e- we can email the sound guy like Two weeks out and give them the rundown on what we're cool. planning on doing. I mean, wh-
1: what's good about it is we don't have to, like, the problem that I noticed when I saw over and out there was they were getting massive amounts of feedback because the, the center stage wedge mm. is pointed directly at the back wall and the ceiling, so it's bouncing right back into the microphone. Oh, okay. So, wh- so what like, we don't have to fucking worry about that because we're on in-ears. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to be a problem. I don't think anything's going to be an issue as long as the sound guy can figure out how to fucking use our shit, which no, shouldn't be a problem they'll... because it's just literally everything's going to be labeled. You just plug whatever XLR into here, and we're good. Nah, so. man, they'll they'll be able to nail yeah. it.
3: We've last couple times
1: we've I mean really every
3: time we've played there the sound has been fucking great, which I'm stoked on, and I, I don't know, man. Just either way, come fucking see us on Friday or go see uh The Last Rain at, at Mohawk. But come Absolutely. see us because it's gonna be a fucking blast. And then yeah, next month, man,
1: Living Braindead's playing. It's gonna be a good time. Can't wait, man. It's been a while. <laughs> It'll be our first show with you, man. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it's it. It's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Get out, Just out there getting and flexing out there, some fucking muscles. Let's see. Jamming with you uh, jamming with <laughs> you and jamming with the rest of the guys and getting out playing some of these new tunes we've worked like. You know the new, the newest song that we're hopefully gonna have recorded sometime soon, and uh, yeah. some maybe uh, an '80s cover or two, depending on how we're feeling. Oh, I think uh, we're feeling good, pal. I think we're I feeling think we're good, feeling real good. Uh, but <laughs> but after your show Friday and before our show next month, there's uh Fest, and that's happening this Sunday at. Uh, Buffalo Ironworks at 4 p.m. It's $10 advance, $15 day of the show. It's not bad. For that price, you get Mark Lee, Apertura, Mother Nature's Son, Creating a Sinner, When Legions Fall, Jailbird Joey, We Were Blank, Gar Frankel, and Allie Burns. And I, I will say this right now, that if I would have realized that Burkfest was this Sunday when I started programming music today, I probably would have just played Birdfest bands. <laughs> um Well,
3: I appreciate your oversight
1: because I I I do uh greatly appreciate Mark Lee uh as an artist. I the last living Brain Dead show before the pandemic, the last living like in-person living Brain Dead show with Brian, I wore a Mark Lee tank top and I don't wear tank tops, so I was like uncomfortable. I like wore a fucking uh like a button-down shirt over it unbuttoned. But I was like, no, I got to wear this, man. Like, he hooked me up. It's a nice, fresh Prince design. Like, so I had to do that. We're, I'm like wasting time here. We should already be playing music. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I, so it was like down for me between like, um, Mark Lee and, uh, and Allie Burns. And I was like, hey, you know what? We play Mark all the time. Let's throw Allie some, mu- some music up on the show here. And, uh, this is Ali Burns. This song's called New Identity on all WNY I Think So Joe show. And we will see you next week.